0: Welcome to Fertility Help Hub's podcast. I'm Eloise, the founder and editor, and each week we bring you expert interviews, reader stories, holistic products, and more. Subscribe to our podcast for free so you never miss an episode. I'm here speaking with an actual sperm donor from the California Cryobank Sperm Donor Catalogue. And California Cryobank is one of the world's largest sperm banks who have helped people All over the world start and grow their families for over 40 years. If you're looking for a sperm donor, they are giving our readers an exclusive code which will give you free Level 3 subscription, which means that you have full access to all of their donor profiles, photos, audio clips, DNA Ancestry reports and more. So save yourself some money and search around using promo code FHH 2021, and that will allow you to have a look at all of their donors. This is a really exciting episode for me, having sperm donor-conceived children personally. We put out some questions to our readers, and you guys have sent back some questions wanting to know more. So very intrigued and excited to be speaking to California Cryobank and one of their donors today. So welcome to both of you.
1: It's a pleasure. Thanks for having us.
0: So I've got various questions which come up frequently. So I'm just going to go right ahead and start asking them if that's okay by you. And the first question is sperm donor specific. And it's why did you become a sperm donor? What was your main driver?
1: Uh, Great question. I've always liked helping people. Um, That was kind of my main motivation going into it. And I think it's really still the reason I keep donating. Um, before I was a sperm donor, um, before I, I had uh, joined the military, I was a blood donor uh, for years. Um, and I stopped when I joined the service. And after uh, college, I was at a talk, a uh, seminar given uh, by um, someone in my industry. And they happened to be a fertility specialist. They were an OBGYN um, out in New York. And they were giving a talk about um ivf actually and i had never really thought about it i had never really thought about um you know donor conceived individuals or the couples who use um you know donor uh donors to have children and i was really struck by the the emotion that a lot of these couples go through, um, those who have fertility problems, those who uh, are seeking donation for other reasons. And uh, I realized I could help, you know, I was uh, young and healthy. Um, I guess I have a decent genetic resume. So I saw my opportunity to, uh, to help out and I took it.
0: Well, as someone who has been on the receiving end of sperm donation, I can say it's, it's one of the most amazing gifts you could give anybody. So <laughs> thank you. Um, and it's, it's also great to hear, you know, a personal experience of it, because I think that's a common question that people have. Well, what's the motive? And it's such a big, you know, altruistic thing to do, isn't it? So it's just great to have these conversations.
1: Oh, thank you. It's very kind of you to say.
0: And how has your experience been in the donor program? Would you recommend it to a friend?
1: My experience has been positive. Um, I definitely would recommend it to a friend. You know, I think we kind of need more gamete donors out there. Uh, A lot of, just from selection bias of, you know, how many people were able to tell about (laughs) donor programs, um, both for, you know, female and male gametes. We we have a select few people, um, but if we really want, sort of our, the future of our society reflects what our society looks like right now, we should have more people um, willing to donate genetic material. Um, but that's kind of a bigger picture idea, much on the smaller scale. You know, personally, I've had a great experience working with the cryobank, um, nothing but sort of responding to donors and um, people seeking donation with dignity and uh positivity and it's been great
0: fantastic and this is quite a personal question but if you weren't paid would you still do it
1: (laughs) Uh, yes i would uh personally um maybe not as many times per week but definitely uh like i think my main driver in this and i think the reason most people do it is to help people or you know contribute what we can um i don't I think that, you know, as a society, when we're talking about medical resources and people's times, we should always be trying to, you know, fairly compensate people. Um, But I definitely don't think that money is the main driver behind, at least why I do it. And I, once again, can't speak for for all sperm donors out there, but I, I don't think it's the reason most people do it.
0: So when my husband and I were looking for a sperm donor because he has male infertility, sadly, one of the things that really drew us towards the donor that we ended up using was the fact that in his kind of write-up and uh, the, the reasoning behind why he wanted to donate, he had talked about his uncle being infertile and seeing the effects of someone struggling with fertility himself. And so, like you said, it sounds like a lot of people may have had some sort of exposure or understanding of what a fertility struggle might be like Um, and then you know that that urge to help others whether they have had a struggle or not or just need the help whether it's same sex or solo parents to be Um, but really coming from a place where you know knowing that this is going to hopefully change someone's life.
1: Yeah I I think that's that's what I I heard uh, sort of from the outside and going through it that's kind of the message been reinforced. Um, I think as a society, we have a lot of stigma attached to the concept of fertility. You know, we kind of marry it with this concept of sex and intimacy, which really, it makes sense on, on first blush. But when you start thinking about how we sort of have chosen to organize ourselves as a society and sort of the relationships we have with the, the people closest to us, they come apart in a lot of really meaningful, powerful ways you know, how we define families and how we think about families, I feel has a lot more to do with the emotional bonds than it does necessarily with the material nitty gritty, Um, you know, something as little as genetics. Uh, (laughs) But that's, uh, I I think that stigma really hangs on people and weighs them down sometimes, at least that's my perception, um, as it's been presented to me. and. I, I think that's something that we, with the miracle of 21st century science, you know, we, can, we can help abate. Um, I think that we'd be a lot better off as a society and have a lot healthier family dynamics if we talked about more of this stuff openly. And it would probably lead to a lot more people you know, willing to help and getting the help that people need.
0: Exactly and actually my husband and I are at that stage now you know we've got a four-year-old and twins who are two and the twins are young but the four-year-old is starting to understand things we're saying to her and we've we've got books to help explain that mommy and daddy had to go and see a doctor and you know we had the kind help from a man in America called the donor the sperm donor and just trying to talk about it to put the pieces (laughs) together so she understands that part of daddy wasn't working um, and just how that dynamic was for our Family um, and for us we picked um, we selected an open donor and I'm not sure what kind of hmm. donation you're doing because obviously there's lots of different variations in the state and it depends on on country but what are your feelings about offspring making a request to contact you in the future
1: I've thought about this a, a long time and personally I'm comfortable with it um, I understand why a lot of donors you know, would not be or have some trepidation about it. Um, and it's not like I don't share those same feelings. But I think that there's a there's a, uh, you know, so far, I've really just talked, talked about sort of the positivity of my experience. And, you know, me seeing it as a great opportunity to help, but I'm not blind. And I don't think any donor really is to sort of the gravity of the situation too. that, you know, I don't consider myself as donating to have my own children um you know i'm donating to help other people have children um but i am having genetic biological offspring and that that isn't lost on me um i don't again i really don't think it's lost on anyone in the program um so recognizing the importance of that i think that uh, i would definitely feel i mean personally obligated to um to respond if uh, if um, a donor conceived child reached out to me um i think that it's a lot less about me and who i am than a donor conceived child trying to piece together the story of who they are i think this also gets a little bit back to the idea of stigma you know we we a lot of times there's this kind of hanging idea i've, I've heard from others people who were struggling with the idea of coming to um you know having donor conceived children or ivf treatments that um they're not sure how to explain kind of how you put on who this the, the the family dynamic of having a donor um as part of the biological makeup of a family i think that again we're conflating a little bit you know intimacy and fertility and sort of what a family really means you know, I think that when a child, from what I've heard from testimonials of donor-conceived children growing up and trying to seek out their donors, um, you know, they're not looking for a placement parent when they're trying to reach out to their their donor. They're, they're looking for understanding a little bit more of their own story. Um, they have their parents. Their parents are the ones who raised them and loved them. And I think sort of recognizing the truth of that, the gravity of that, um, that when we're talking about donor and donor-conceived child contact, we're really talking about the donor-conceived child filling in the narrative of their own, you know, identity, and it's not really about their family. It's about them, them personally. Um, I think if we, when we recognize that idea, we'd, we'd be a little bit better off uh, dealing with sort of the, the weighing between an- anonymity and um, contact and sort of the, the emotional costs of both
0: absolutely and i think that also there's there is research out there to show and this is a very personal decision so there isn't a right or wrong however there is research starting to emerge that suggests that psychologically uh, donor conceived children can often uh you know understand possibly understand the situation better and um may have less of uh, an issue with it if you like if they're told from a young age if if they're going to be told versus found, finding out um as a sort of shock or a surprise later on in life and those are the stories that are kind of emerging from the trying to conceive community is that psychologists and, and people are suggesting that openness can be sometimes the way forward
1: i mean i think that makes practical sense to me <laughs> you know uh secrets sort of are, are can be toxic um and when we are ourselves uncomfortable about things and this is just my own pop psychology you know uh you know when we're ourselves uncomfortable about things we, we try to scurry around some truths that are themselves innocuous but when we lend them undue weight they, they can kind of turn toxic and weigh us down Um, and i think that's that's really about the the stigma um, that's created you know we we've married together these concepts that uh lead to insecurities we ought not to have um so yeah i think i think that makes a lot of sense to me and uh understanding that you know when a donor conceived child is reaching out to their donor for their their own personal sort of help um understanding sort of affirming who they are, um, I think that, to me, very much weighted in the favor of being open towards uh, future do conceived child contact. So I, I think I would most certainly be comfortable with that.
0: I think also, you know, we're, we're talking about the children and it, you know, is or becomes their story after a fertility struggle or regardless of a fertility struggle. And being a parent of donor conceived children, there's also some sort of uncertainty when you're parenting the children as well in terms of the unknown um so obviously you go through the selection process and then hopefully you have your your long for child but having a conversation like this is brilliant because it's so nice Mm. to be able to kind of um have a normal conversation over and above looking at a profile if that makes sense because it brings brings to life your personality and the fact that You know, you have the reasons you're doing things and and what's led you to this? Uh, Because when you know you have a donor number, um, obviously you may have imagery and other uh, lots and lots of other information. But it's really nice to be having this conversation to break that stigma slightly and to make it more normal.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I I agree. I think this is a great opportunity. When um, the crowd bank asked me if I wanted to do this, um, I, I, to be frank, I wasn't entirely sure. but again, sort of reflecting on the idea that by talking about these things openly and candidly, um, we might be able to, to help alleviate a lot of people's minds and sort of assuage that um, uncertainty and uh, you know, help people feel more comfortable with the tools realistically at their disposal to, to have families and uh, have the kind of lives they want. Um, I, it, was a, it was a no-brainer. It was, it was a, it's a great idea. And yeah, I think it's a great opportunity to, to talk with y'all. So thank you so much for having me come on.
0: hundred percent. So this question is probably for you, Jamie. Do, do uh, donors get informed when a child has been born from their sperm? And what do they know about each child and the parent or parents?
2: That's a good question. So due to California Cryobank policies, typically the donor would not have access to information that's private about the child or the um, parents. Um, However, if the donors curious about, you know, live births um, that have happened with his donation, uh, he's more than welcome to contact California Cryobank um, and a manager would definitely be able to
1: complete that request.
0: Am I allowed to ask you whether you know how many children have been born from your sperm so far?
1: Um you can ask. I, I do not um, know. I, I think <laughs> I've still in the holding period actually um, for another couple months.
2: Yeah, so this donor actually um you know hasn't been released yet. Ah, um, okay. Yeah. Well we'll cut this out then. Just just <laughs> interested myself, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, no worries. Um, yeah, so he hasn't been released yet. Because you also have the sibling registry,
0: don't you, where people can uh, come together and and parents can see which other children have been born using the same donor?
2: Yes, we do have the California Cryobank uh, sibling registry. Yes, if they are, you know, if offspring are interested in, you know, getting to um, getting, you know, in contact with other offspring. Yes, but um, you know, typically the donor would not be able to get that information about any child or, or or parent.
0: I remember looking at that list before we knew the sex of our first baby, and all of the children were girls. So I just thought, right, I think we're having a girl, <laughs> and we did, uh, and we did. Um, but we then went on to have a boy, so um, there was a boy to add to the list. Oh, that's awesome! And another question: um, Has your perspective changed with time in terms of any regrets or reaffirmations, or are you indifferent?
1: Well I, well, I wouldn't say I'm indifferent. Um, I think a, a lot of my hopes were reaffirmed by this process, and a lot of my anxieties were definitely allayed. Um, I think that, you know, that there was always this nagging doubt coming into the process, you know, how, how would it actually turn out the other side? Um, you know, would I be treated as, I mean, I'm literally a number for the sake of anonymity, but would I be treated like one um, from the California cryobank? Um, you know, how would my rights as a donor be respected versus what are they trying to deliver to their clients? And I mean, back at the top, I, I really don't have anything to say but positive things about my experience at the cryobank. And as a result, it's really definitely made my anxieties less um, about the whole process uh so much so that i thought it was amazing uh getting the chance to talk with you but um yeah i I think yeah i think that a lot of my my hopes were reaffirmed a lot of my my anxieties have have been um allayed and i'm really happy with my decision
0: that's great to hear and a last question if you don't mind how do your family feel about you being a donor has it affected any relationships for example
1: Uh, It actually hasn't really affected any relationships in my family. Um, uh, Me and my partner, uh, we've been dating for about four years now. Um, We have talked a very long time about, uh, you know, this idea of me being a donor, and she's been nothing but supportive from day one. Um, So, so far as that, I I really never had a fear from my uh, partner about, how things would be moving forward if I chose to be a donor. Um, I told my mother, actually, Um, she didn't really have any comment about it one way or the other. Uh, Neither of my sisters are planning to have children right now, but when they do, I plan on having a sit down and talk with them about it, uh, you know, for the sake of just knowledge, Uh, not really a sibling registry, but a a kind of um, awareness, but so far, oh, and, and, I forgot, almost glossed over this. I, I'm pretty open about this with, with my friends. Um, you know, it's not something I really see a sense in hiding about or feeling uncomfortable about. Um, and I've gotten a range of different comments. Most of them are just pretty, uh, pretty jovial. Um, some people were were rather, rather touched by it and, uh, you know, told, told me it was an out of rule thing. And I thought that was, that was very sweet of them. Um, Like I said, we're all just trying to help people. And I think that really comes through at the end of the day. Um, Not a single negative comment I've gotten uh, after deciding to do this and and telling people I do this.
2: How
0: would you feel in terms of telling your children uh, if you are to have children in the future with your partner?
1: I I plan on having um, children in the future. And I mean, I, I need to tell them, um, I think, uh, I've thought about that conversation a few times, um, you know, their existence is, is a few years off. Um, but, uh, I, have definitely sort of rehearsed the, the conversation in my head and, and sort of how and why I think I would need to tell them. Um, I'm not really anxious about it. Surprisingly, I think that. In one sense, it's no different than just having a bunch of cousins you never met. Um, and in another sense, it's kind of something that will most likely not impact their lives. Um, and if it does, chances are it's gonna be a positive impact.
0: And what was your mother's reaction?
1: Oh, she really was nonplussed about it. It was, it was actually kind of funny in retrospect. Um, she's, she's always been a very... Uh, you know, do as thou wilt sort of lifestyle, so um, she, uh, she, she, I don't think, I don't remember if she said anything particular, but not really, but uh, um, that's, that's just kind of how my mom is.
0: So, question for you, Jamie, how has COVID affected the amount of donors at California Cryobank? Bank?
2: So, it has affected it in the way, you know, donors are comfortable coming into the office, um there are certain like certain circumstances relevant to covid 19 that you know some donors have voiced um you know public taking public transportation just might not be feasible right now um there are also donors who might be living with their parents or someone who's immune compromised um and another factor you know is having the donors um appear on the catalog so that takes about a year for them to even be seen on our catalog and so that might be um, there might be a a drop in the catalog visibly uh, seen for our clients
0: do you think that will start to improve soon now that the vaccine is being rolled out
2: i think that we'll start to see possibly an increase of more donors you know wanting to come into the office due to the vaccine being rolled out yes i do
0: Thank you both so much for your time today. It's been very informative and it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast.
1: It was a pleasure being here, thank you so much.